Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. To quote the great Eminem, a.k.a. Slim Shady, guess who's back? Back again. That's right. I am back. More on that later. But for now, I quickly want to talk about something I've observed recently, and I wanted to get it off my chest. I was at the U.S. Open last week. Incredible, by the way. Serena Williams is an actual goddess. She's a goat. I don't know what to say. Watching her play is unbelievable. Anyway, I'm at the U.S. Open and I see these ball boys and ball girls. And, you know, they're they're supposed to be very low key and under the radar. And I noticed that one of them was being very extra, like with the facial expressions and the, the movements. And it started to distract me. It did. It started, I started to stare at the actions of the ball boy and girl, which is exactly what's not supposed to happen because you're almost supposed to forget they're there. They're very good at their jobs, by the way. I'm just saying. And then it occurred to me, I started thinking about other times this happened. And I, I was like, you know, when you go to a Broadway show and there's someone in the chorus like a background performer that is so over the top that it it actually is distracting. Like they think they're in Mary Poppins, but you're watching Rent. Like they are so above and beyond with the movements and the facial expressions. And I know on stage you have to make everything bigger, but it becomes a distraction. You start looking for that person to see how over the top they're being. When you should be watching the leads and listening to the story, suddenly you're looking for that random guy who's who's a character actor making faces like he's the star of the show. Do you know what I'm talking about? This also happened recently when I was watching TV. There were extras sitting at a table in a restaurant and I couldn't even focus on the conversation that the main characters I was watching were having because the extra in the background at the next table was being very dramatic. And I just thought, I wonder what they're fake talking about back there. Because that's what extras do. They fake talk because they're not mic'd. And I was like, what kind of fake conversation are they having that these extras are being so over the top? And I also started to wonder where the director was and why the director wasn't like, yo, tone down the background acting. You know what I mean? These are the things that I think about. They're very distracting, even though I happen to be very easily distracted. Hey guys, welcome to Social Studies. I'm your host, Jenna Kingsley, and I promise you this is nothing like the social studies you learned in school. I think we all know what the don't hate me this week is going to be. I think it could only be one thing after this long hiatus, but don't hate me that I told you I was going on a short break for two or three weeks and it ended up being a couple months. Let me explain. If you are an avid listener of this podcast, first of all, I love you. But second of all, you know that uh, I spent this past year uh, with my son doing, you know, he was doing his college applications and we were going through that process and he got into school and he was leaving for college um, end of August. And in March on spring break, I decided to take, you know, a couple weeks off to enjoy vacation with him, not have to worry about deadlines. But then it all started to hit me, right? Like 
this whole college application process was actually going to result in him leaving home and going to college. It's something you don't really think about in the thick of the moment as they're going through these applications because it's kind of hell. If anyone needs a shoulder to cry on when you're going through it, feel free to hit me up because I know it's pretty stressful for those of you who are about to embark on it this year. But when I realized he was leaving home, I started to freak out about how quickly time goes. And I didn't want any distractions. I didn't want deadlines. I just wanted to be available for all of end of senior year stuff. I wanted to be available if he wanted to talk. I wanted to not have to worry about keeping any schedule other than his. And I thought I'd pick it right up at the end of the year, but then we went into summer and I really wanted to spend summer just staring at him. As creepy as it sounds, I just wanted to be with him because I was panicking that he was going to college because for as long as I remember, it's just been the two of us living together. So, you know, I, I wrote a post when I dropped him off that it felt like I left one of my limbs where he goes to school in the state he goes to school. And... That's exactly what it felt like. It feels like. I mean, thank God for FaceTime and and text and all that. You know, I said to my mother, when I went to college, I don't even think she knew where I went. Like we definitely, I maybe spoke to her once in a while and I was close with my mother. But nowadays, I mean, you have Life 360. I, I stalk him all day, every day. And for those of you with children, I'm sure you do the same. And some of you might even write to me saying to let him go, let him grow up. You don't have to stalk him. But guess what? I'm a Jewish mother and stalk away is what I'll do. Anyway, he is loving college, which makes it way easier. But it is a very, very difficult transition into empty nester for me. I did not take this easily. I it was... Very hard. Um, he is my only child, and this is a huge, huge life adjustment. So please don't hate me for taking the time that I needed to spend with him. And now I am back. Uh, so don't hate me. Thank you for returning and thank you for being patient. And to every single one of you who wrote me an email, a DM, anything asking when the podcast was coming back and asking if I was okay, thank you. Thank you, honestly. That's what made me want to get my ass in gear and start recording again. So I really appreciate uh, those who took the time to write to me and ask what was going on with the podcast. Thank you. I wanted to do again involved for you guys. I haven't spoken to you in so long. There's so many things I want you to get involved with that I have been trying. As you guys know, Get Involved is a segment that is not sponsored. I am not getting paid to talk about any of these things. They're just things I've liked, I've bought, I've watched, I've listened to that I think you guys might enjoy. So my Get Involved this week is a Fitbit. I got a Fitbit a couple months ago. I absolutely love it. Not only can I walk around and take a exercise class or go for a walk with my dog and not bring my phone, but still be able to track my steps. But it also tracks my sleep. It gives you a sleep score. And for someone like me, who's a terrible sleeper and spends a lot of time on their phone in bed, it gives me the push I need to get the best sleep possible. Cause I don't want to wake up and see I had a poor night's sleep. Cause then I'm going to feel like I had a poor night's sleep just by seeing that I had a poor sleep and got a low sleep score. So now 
Um, I do the best I can. I don't touch my phone if I wake up in the middle of the night, which I usually do. I like to see that I had a good night's sleep. It's hard for me to get a good night's sleep. I'm still stuck in fair often. I don't know why. I got to work on that. But it tells you your steps. It tells you your sleep. I'm sure it tells you other things. Those are my favorite. I have a Fitbit Inspire too. And I will link it on Instagram uh, because... I highly recommend it. You could get an Aura. You can get an Apple Watch. I like this because A, it's the least expensive version. I didn't even know if I'd be sticking to any of this, but now I'm really into it. And um, I love it. I I didn't want an Apple Watch because I didn't want notifications on my wrist. Part of leaving my phone at home was leaving everything else at home too. Uh, So that's it. That's my get involved for the week. As always, I want to remind you guys, if you like today's episode or the show in general, please go into Apple Podcast and leave a five-star review and write what you like about the show. Extra points if you share it on your social. Thank you so much. Every little bit helps. Now I'm really excited to welcome today's guest. So without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. my best friend Kim on today. And um, I'm going to be honest, I'm a little stressed out because I, you know, stalk my son incessantly on Life360 and class has started. And so now I'm sitting here watching, hoping he gets to class. It's very sick, but I love Life360. Are you a Life360 user? So we use it but not, I I don't check it. I'm not a checker. I don't want to know. I... I'm not like a free range parent or anything like that, but I definitely feel like I'll check to make sure that my daughter is where, you know, she says she is like at the end of the night if she's sleeping at a friend's house. But other than that, no, I wouldn't. No. So you're a more well-adjusted person than I am and probably a little healthier with boundaries. I don't use it. Like I don't look where he's going all day, but... In general, I use it because I don't know about girls, but boys aren't good at texting. No, I've got like a good communicator. So that's the issue. So if I just know, okay, he made it, I don't need to hear from him that he's safe. Yeah, I don't, I think that it's a difference. Boys and girls, I think are very different or communicators or non-communicators. Like I think that for your scenario with him being in college and- Potentially sleeping through class. That's too stressful. You know, people told me to take it off my phone when he goes to college, but that's never going to happen. No, you can't. In fact, I wish there was more features. No, you you can't do that. That's terrible. I would like I would like to know you who he's with. You would set up a video camera. I would like I would pay so much to like see who he's with, like to get his pulse rate. Okay, isn't isn't there like Is an, that a thing? isn't that an option on Nest? Didn't you tell me in your house that you guys had nest and there was a video camera. Well, that's like a security camera. Yeah. Can't you do that? But pretend it's like a nanny cam. I mean, (laughs) sure. But I need him walking around with it at all times. Should I just get a camera crew? Yeah. It's, it's a really bizarre thing. When I went to college, my, I said goodbye to my mom and I don't, I don't think she knew where I was after that. The fact that our parents just let us no communication whatsoever. None. Like now you can't even run away from home. No, like not if you have a cell phone. No, nope. you'd get, you have to get a burner phone if you want to run away from home. 
Yeah. And I feel like they can track those because you probably are buying it with a credit card. Oh my God. Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know. But all I know is my, yeah, my parents had, thank God, no idea where I was, but I think it's- How did they go to sleep? They just didn't care. I think it was a different time. They didn't care because you know, my mom, we were very close. Yeah. We are very close. And I I was good at being in contact, but she didn't like, she says she used to wait up for me. She did, I think. Okay. I think she did. I think she'd wait for me to come home. I had to kiss my parents goodnight when I came home, no matter what time. Um, and they would smell. They would I would pass like the smell test. And then there was my mom who definitely wouldn't even know what it smelled like. She was so no. sheltered. But how did they just like let us go free? Right. Or even just sleep at a friend's house. Did they call the other parent? No. Yeah. I bet you one of the times that I ran away to your house, my parents didn't even know. A hundred percent. They were like, oh, we weren't expecting you home. I don't know if we told this story on on one of the other episodes you were on, but you guys, we I once stayed at Kim's house at the beach and we snuck out in the middle of the night and we ran out of the back door and (laughs) her house was on the beach. So it was on on stilts. Yep. And I ran smack dab right into the pole of the house. Head on. Be quiet. And I (laughs) I like fell down. It was a bad bang. I I think it woke your father. No, he hurt. Really? I think it shook the house. I mean, I do have an enormous head. It probably shook the house, but I will say we did still go out. We, of course we obviously, went Obviously, because like somebody was meeting us on the side of the road to pick us up. Yes. How we even coordinated that. Right. Because we couldn't text There were no them. cell phones. I think you would like call people on the phone and say- All right, I'll see you at like- 1030. Fl- flash your lights like five times. It's very weird. I remember going to like my high school hookups house- and like calling from a payphone to be like, I'm downstairs, buzz me in. I can't think of a more low end booty call than making it from a payphone. Was this the high school hookup that, that we was all leaving out of my back door? Exactly. <laughs> you also, were on your way. Your up. high school hookup, also Eric and Shana's high school hookup. It's um, really rude. But he, he still looks good. He looks great. He's a surfer. Yep. By the way, we all picked a great high school hookup, if I do say so. A hundred (laughs) percent. He still holds up after all this time. He, I actually don't think I know anybody who didn't hook up with him. Yeah, I think we all hooked up with him. But what's wrong with me that I thought I was the only one and we were all friends? Yeah, that's weird. Maybe I was delusional. But you're not, you're really like- not a delusional person. You're not person. a delusional person. I feel like you are very grounded and rooted in reality. I don't know. You did kind of have some weird, not weird, but like crushes and obsessions that made you, you had blinders. I did? Uh-huh. Like who? <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Can you like say a first letter of a first name? I am going to talk about one. I think he was like a senior in high school. We were freshmen and there was like. You guys, this is a sad story. <laughs> this is so I had a crush sad. on this guy. We could say his first name, Rob. He definitely doesn't listen to this podcast. I definitely don't even know if he's alive. I don't even know his last name anymore. I do. Okay. Anyway, I had the biggest crush on him. We were freshmen. He was a senior. And one day I ran into him. <laughs> And I was eating gum 
and he put out his hand and he said gum. But I thought he put out his hand to hold my hand and say, come, like lean in. I witnessed this. So I did. And I, it was I put awkward. my hand in his hand and I leaned in. <laughs> and if that's not an awkward story when all he wanted was a piece of gum. But it it was it didn't <laughs> so, go down like that. I feel like you're no, not it more telling. Awkward. It was so awkward because we were like walking down the street towards school, like me and you, <laughs> him and his friend. They were seniors. We were freshmen. And you're like, oh, my God, there's Rob. And like. You probably said hi because you're super outgoing and you'll talk to anybody. And he like put out his hand and was like, come. And you were like, what? Like who? Like really like, I feel like you like looked behind you. guys, I was like, this is my moment. You're like me? Oh my God. There was like a spotlight on me. You were like, what? And he was like, come. And so you went closer and he was like, gum. It was, it was. (laughs) You guys, it was so awkward. And then I was like, oh, I don't want to have any more. You were like, but I'll give it to you from my mouth. Exactly. You can just take it out with your tongue. Was Sorry. he cute in hindsight? Have we looked him up? You know, I think he was cute. I think he was vertically challenged. I was just going to say, <laughs> I feel like I remember him being short and that's not like you. It's not you guys. I have a history of dating people that are like six four. Jenna only. It, I mean, we know about this from listening to other episodes that you had like the height app. I have, I do have the height I app, the measure app. Had no idea about height. I literally dated like the point guard of the you basketball team. You dated a team. lot of vertically challenged men. I it, it, it I wasn't think, even I vertically think, challenged. No, I think. We can call it short. <laughs> literally, the point guard on the basketball team in high school, the coxswain on the row team and the crew team, and. Hold on. I think in this day and age, okay, I think you can't say short. You have to say something else. So I'm going with vertically challenged. Is it offensive Am to I say gonna short? Am I going to be canceled for saying short? By the way, you know, short, now there's a whole thing on TikTok, Instagram. They call them the the, the short kings. It's like the what? short kings. Short men are now the short kings. Like they're a valued commodity. Oh. I don't know if I'm making this up, but I'm almost certain. The short kings, my short king, people say. You know, it's interesting. I have not been single in a very long time, but I could see that being appealing. A short, I, but I like. I I mean, I didn't m- marry a short guy. Not a short. I didn't marry a short king. No, your husband's tall. He's tall, but a short king. You're, I, you always dated short shorter guys. kings. Short kings. <laughs> you always dated Were short princes kings. then? Wait a second. Maybe short princes, but. So Rob's a short, was a short king. He was a short king because he was a good looking man. I've never. <laughs> well, now my TikTok algorithm will be changed because I, we're saying short king repeatedly. I got to type it into it. I'm going to type it into TikTok and see if short king is, is a term that I'm making up or. But if you type, if you type it in, is it going to change your algorithm? Probably. I'm probably going to be surrounded by short king. Short king. Yeah, it's a thing. This is a thing, you guys. I love my short kings. Had to pose with a short king. Oh. You guys, short men are now called short kings. Interesting. They've made a comeback. You know, I it makes sense. By the way, at this point in my life, I would date someone shorter. I don't believe you. <laughs> I would. I don't believe you. I feel, here's the thing about a short person. You can be short, but you have to be stocky to date me. 
I don't even think you would like stocky. I would like a short stocky man. I, you're <laughs> lying. You're the, okay. Circling back to the first topic of conversation, is Jenna delusional? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. You would not. You guys, here's the thing. Name I've, the last short person, short king you've dated. No, I, I never dated. No, one. I know. Um, what I'm saying is, I feel I know I've I, I feel open to it at this point in my life. I feel like you are giving people a false sense of hope right now, <laughs> and your DMs are going to be like I could be your short king. Yeah, people are going to slide into your DMs asking to be your short king, and there's no chance. Well, I'm currently not single, everybody, but I'm saying if I were, I well, might. He does have little limbs. I he has little <laughs> he, has, he has little limbs. Oh, maybe this is your like gateway drug. Maybe maybe his his little, little limbs <laughs> are your gateway into short limbs, and then yes, he. Will not be surprised if your next boyfriend. I'm not saying it's going to end. Maybe I have a tiny, <laughs> tiny fetish. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting canceled. You guys don't cancel us. We're one episode into the season. Don't cancel us. Oh my god! Am I, I think this is gonna, through. I think this episode? is going to be the first episode. <gasps> I am so honored. I know you should be. I have a tiny, a tiny fetish. <laughs> I should get merch made, tiny fetish. I feel like that. Would you wear a tiny fetish shirt? No. No. A tiny <laughs> fetish shirt? Absolutely not. Because it's so not a, your thing. Uh, we're going to touch on the U.S. Open because the U.S. Open is in full swing. I was there last week. I saw Serena Williams' final match. It was maybe one of the best things I've ever seen. And I am not into watching tennis. I have to just quickly say, I still, after sitting there for five hours, do not understand the scoring whatsoever. Really? I do not get it. It's... It's so straightforward. It's not. It's like ad. Yes. Nah, uh, 30-30. Deuce. By the way, I will say the whole match was deuce. It felt like deuce the whole time yeah. for five hours. Okay. I could explain the story. It's I just don't understand why they can't be like one, two, three, four, five. They do if there's like a tiebreaker. It's like kickball chain, pot Like it's not <laughs> straightforward. I hear you, but it's tennis. That's okay. It's not that hard. Anyway, I want to be Serena Williams. It makes me sad that I can't even play tennis. She is an un, she's unbelievable. I mean, wa- just watching that game and her speech at the end, her sportsmanship, I'm obsessed with her. But I'm obsessed with the woman who beat her. I think she uh, also her amazing. Speech, I, and I can't remember her name, um, even though I have it's with the Tamalichik. Like weirdly become obsessed. With the open. Okay, so that's what I was going to say. It's like my very strange midlife crisis. So Kim is not into tennis. I, in fact, hated tennis my entire (laughs) life. Forced to go to the U.S. Open when I was younger. I hated it kicking and screaming. I I worked there. I sold T-shirts. You worked at the U.S. Open? I did. It was my first job. I sold T-shirts at the U.S. Open. What are you talking about? Yes. Did I I obviously knew you. It was 11th grade. You were in a different phase. (laughs) Okay. But I, yes, you worked at the open. Yes. 
Yeah, I worked there. I sold t-shirts um, and I loved it. I, I'm shocked and awed to hear this. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so I worked there. I didn't like the games. I went to tennis camp. My parents sent me to tennis camp and I won an award, most likely to never play tennis again. I hated <laughs> tennis. Hated it. Um, and then after the Serena Williams match, which I did watch just mm-hmm. like for the epicness of it, yeah. I became obsessed with men's singles tennis. Really? All I do is just sit there and I'm supposed to go out tomorrow night and I don't want to because you want to watch tennis. I want to watch the game, the match. I don't. Here's the thing. I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out there. And if you're not Jewish, let me explain. I equate the U S open mm-hmm. and I always have with the high holidays. Okay. What, that what I sense. mean by that is it if you're a Jew, you'll know what I'm saying. Rosh Hashanah. No, that's not what I mean though. Oh, what I mean by that is. The high holidays, right? If you you want to go to temple, like you feel like you should go to temple. You feel like it's the right thing to do. You feel like you should go with your family. You should repent. You should do all these things. Culturally, it's right to go to temple on the high holidays. Okay. You feel like the U.S. Open But when is you like go that? to temple, and this is no offense, God, and please don't come at me, Jews, because I am a Jew and I love being Jewish. I feel... Like no one actually is dying to go to temple, but we all have to go through the charade of being like, I want to go to temple. Okay. I okay. Like going to temple. Go on. People do. People find it very comforting. I, I like going and I'm happy when I'm there. I'm always hungry. <laughs> I'm always hungry. The second I step foot into temple. Well, you always are hungry. I'm Anytime always hungry. you go anywhere. I know, but I'm extra hungry in temple and you can't bring snacks. Like you, it's, you're usually fasting. First of all, you can bring snacks anywhere. <laughs> I can. <laughs> Jenna brings snacks. We were at a bar. I'm sorry, sidetrack, but we were at a bar and it was like not a bar that had food. And I was like, I got to get out of here. I'm, st- I'm starving. And Jenna- <laughs> I had chicken out, fingers in my purse. Pulled out- Chicken fingers. From my purse. Yeah, from her purse. And it was, it was, so <laughs> <laughs> it was like the best moment ever. And it was like, you know how like sometimes you can like not see a friend for a long time and you're like, are we still friends? Are we going to still have, not only do I have the best time with you, but like, I also love your snacks. I always have snacks. Like when I travel, I bring a very big snack bag. I have a fear of being hungry. I have a fear that I will not be able to have access to food. I will be trapped on an airplane, in a car, in a hotel, and I will not be able to have snacks. Yeah. So I travel around like like with a Chicken snack nuggets. bag. I have a snack bag at all times. Anyway, at temple, temple, you can't you're have usually your snack fasting. Bag. Right. It's once and a year. Once a year. <laughs> and uh, the second I even see the temple in the distance as I'm walking there, I suddenly am starving. And the whole time I'm there, sorry, God, I'm thinking, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Anyway, the U.S. Open, you're not hungry because there's lots of snacks, lots of good food, very gourmet. They have very gourmet food at the Open you can buy. 
But what it is, is I feel like a lot of people feel like they should go to the open. It's a privilege. It's exciting. It's a big event. All New Yorkers love going to the open. But I feel like if you really were like level with me, are you excited to sit through 10 hours of tennis? A lot of people would say no. Yes, for me. I was looking on StubHub for tickets. So you want to go. I want to go. But you also want to go to Temple. Well, I like to go to Temple. It feels comforting. Same when I'm there. But I don't always go. But I don't ever feel like, I don't like seeing people that I know. I feel like I like to avoid going anywhere where I see people I know. I like a Zoom Temple now. By the way, me too. Zoom Temple is great. You can eat snacks. Zoom Temple. Okay, I don't, uh, getting back to your point of thinking like the U.S. Open was like the Jewish Uh, holidays. Yeah. By the way, again, I want to reiterate, if you are a Jew and listening, I am a Jew. I love my temple. But the easy connection there was that, oh, because it's in the beginning of September, like the no, Jewish we meant we meant because it feels feel like an like obligation. I feel like I'm gonna be honest, when I was invited to the open, I was I did not want to go. I felt I had to go. I should go. Right. And then I went and it was really the best night in so long. I was, I, I held well, my breath. it was breath an for, amazing game. I held my breath for hours. It was so good. Yeah. I've never been so invested in a match of any kind in my life. That's how I've been feeling about men's singles tennis. That is wild. Yeah, I know. Who's your favorite player? I don't know any of the names. <laughs> TFO right now. I really like him. Oh, that's the guy who beat Nadal. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. He's really good. Um, but I liked Curios. I think that's his name. <gasps> Weston I love him. him. No, I love him because yeah. he's like McEnroe. Like he's yes. so controversial and mean yes. and yells at people. Yeah. And that's what I like. It, it brings some UFC, WWF yes. to the open. The game, there was a game last night where like nobody was emotional. And I was like, I can't. I, I was like, if you're not going to be passionate and like at least grunt or like have a bit of a temper tantrum. Or like I'm wear not like an, a carnival yes. outfit. Yes. Like make it exciting. Like, remember, TFO like changed his outfit for like 20 minutes and ma- made his opponent wait. See? Yeah. Well, you know who really changed that was Andre Agassi with his mullet, long hair yeah. and all that. Well, the temper tantrums was John McEnroe. Who is the greatest of all I time. Know. I know. So what do you think the draw is? What what drew you to start watching tennis? Because that's like... I can watch the tennis and it's not tennis, it's the tennis. Why do you call it the tennis? I don't know, I think... No, that is not, that is... Yes, it is. You say the tennis. Are you watching the tennis? Who says the tennis? Everyone says the tennis. That's so uncomfortable. The tennis is like the Facebook or using the Facebook. I'm telling you, it's like, it's probably a grandma thing, but yeah. It's like, it's, are you watching the tennis? Yes. Are you watching the tennis? What are you doing? Just watching the tennis. No, 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 <laughs> it no, is. no, It's no. a thing. No, I, I am striking that now. No. Yes. That is not a thing. Maybe okay. it's a thing in like an old age community. Let's agree to disagree about the tennis. No, I want to hear you guys. If anyone listening calls it the tennis, please DM me because I think you might be the only person who says the tennis. A hundred percent. Does Dave say the tennis? Dave doesn't watch it. Would he say, are you watching the tennis? No, he would not. Yeah, because no one would. Because um, Anyway, I like it because it's very soothing. I could do other things. I can sit on my couch and watch it. But also, no one else in my family likes it, so they all leave me alone. And that's appealing. 
Okay, as always, Kim, thank you for being here. Jenna, thank you for inviting me. I love you so much. I love you beyond. And I think people are really going to enjoy hearing everything that you said today. If you guys liked what we discussed, please do me a favor. If you haven't already, please go on Apple and leave a five-star review and write something you love about the podcast. Okay. Thanks for coming. <laughs> love you, Jenna. Love you. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Social Studies with Jenna Kingsley. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stalk me, you can do that on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley. You can visit my website, jennakingsley.com. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Jenna Kingsley. If you have a topic you think we should cover, you can slide into the DMs or send me an email. Have a great week and I will speak to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.